the produce guys, Dan and Guido, up next. Yeah, it's far out. <laughs> what do you want from life? Cucumber. I think it's a turnip. Get down, cabbage green. Would you like some zucchini? Vegetables are very good for you. Mom was right. Eating veggies keeps us healthy. Apples, peaches, bananas, and pears. Your produce alone has been worth the trip. Live from the San Francisco Bay. It's the Produce Pair, your food show on the enjoyment of fresh fruits and vegetables. What's in season? What's fresh? At the store, at the farmer's market, in your backyard, and on your table. Speaking of fresh, here's your host, America's natural grocer, Dan the Produce Man and Guido the Gardener. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Produce Pair on this fine, fine, lovely May day. I'm Dan the Produce Man along with... Guido the Gardener. And today we have the Produce Retailer of the Year for 2020. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, Jeff Cady with Tops Friendly Markets is on the line with us today. Jeff, how you doing? Hey, you know what? I'm doing fabulous today. Uh, yeah, like you said, May is here, spring has sprung. Excited for what lies ahead. Good deal. Yeah, it's, it is an exciting time of the year, that's for sure. I mean... Every, you know, it's funny because I say that all year long about produce, but it actually is. But there's just something about when the weather starts to warm up and our local farms are gearing up and fruit is on the way. It was just, it's exciting. What do you got yep, coming I up? I agree 100%. Yeah. What do you see crossing your produce stocks that you're most excited about, Jeff? Well, I usually really like uh, cherry season because it's one of the um, last seasons that actually truly has a season. Yes. So where I can't get it 52 weeks a year. So I am looking forward to, to dipping into that. And then I really like um, the you know stone fruit season as well, while there are varieties that come from the Southern Hemisphere in the winter, nothing nothing hits home. Like, uh, you know, you got some peaches and, and, and nectarines and all the varieties and varietals that come from all the areas. They really eat spectacular. So this time of the year, when fruit is starting, I mean, we're getting some here in California. I was in my my old store the other day, and I picked up some donut peaches, and there were some nectarines. There were some cherries that were kind of white. I like to wait. Well, when I was a retailer and it was a small store, I would wait until they had some color. But a lot of folks just want to get them. That's starting here. But you're in upstate New York, so your cherry season and your stone fruit season locally actually hasn't started yet. So where do you pull from now, this time of the year? When things start, well, right. Well, we actually, I'm, I'm waiting. Like I said, that we have uh, purchase orders on the book, uh, on the books to get us uh, some cherries from California and some of the the, the stone fruit to come in, uh, either later this week or early next week. So that's that's our initial entry into it. Um, we like to obviously we go to the um, southern fruit, but uh, really there's not a whole lot of fruit in Florida, you know, from, from the we've found. So we usually have to wait for Georgia and South Carolina to come online before we can get anything from there. But yeah, we primarily wait and work with California. Question here that um, I just always assumed 
that pretty much all the cherries, although, and you mentioned some of the other areas of the country that has, uh, you know, peaches, plums, nectarines, stone fruit. But who else besides California, you know, the West Coast, who else out there is really, really growing cherries? Yeah, I can tell you we do, we do in New York, in upstate New York, we do get some cherries as we move into um, July. But it's a short window. It's not the cherry, you know. They're, they're good, don't get me wrong. They don't size up. Obviously, we don't have the, the infrastructure and, and, and all those things in place. But, uh, you know, we don't have helicopters flying over them. Trying. We don't have all that. Yeah. But, uh, again, we, we do get some. But, yes, primarily and primarily, meaning 99.58%, whatever, of our cherries come from either California and or, you know, Washington, Canada, as we move into yeah. the sure. latter part of yeah. maybe there's some Maybe there's some sour cherries around. But, right, um, right. Well, in the Midwest, uh, the, the Michigan sour cherry, that's a, it's a yeah. huge deal. There's regional cherries, but uh, like Jeff's saying, the, the large commercial crops are right here on the no, West Coast. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Bigger. It's not, say, like, I think pears is one thing, that the East Coast crop got wiped out forever ago from fire blight or something, and they've just never really mm-hmm. re- replaced them. So all the pears come from, give or take, the West Coast. But it's not that they really can't grow elsewhere. It's just that the biggest commercial crops out of here. Okay. After 30 years in this game, I learned something. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm done. Sayonara. That's produce, brother. You learn something new every single day, no matter how long you've been in it. That's all there is to it. And that's That's the the beauty of this this particular business. It's fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's a lot of fun. So, Jeff, in Topps Markets, Topps Friendly Markets, I love that name. I love love it. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm friendly. I'm supposed to be friendly. I hope you don't have right, any of right. those kind of people. Yeah. Well, I, I, I it's l- our middle name. Yeah, that people only use when they're angry with us. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when your mother yells at you and calls your full name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I like that. I like that friendly in there because you know I don't know about in your neck of the woods there, but I know that here in the immediate Bay Area, the, the supermarkets are are different they, yeah. than what they were. You don't have as many experienced produce people in the departments. You don't have as much enthusiasm, and you don't see as much fun going on. So with the friendly in your name, it, it's, it's a psychological thing that it puts into the subconscious of your employees. Hey, friendly, that's part of the name, then it's got to be part of the game, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's something that uh, we definitely talk to our associates about all the time. We've tried to engage them and, and try to make it as fun as possible, you know, considering what they do. And, you know, we've obviously in-store contests. There's things they could wear, dress-down days, those type of things, anything to keep people, you know, engaged and, and obviously let them know that, you know, we're, we're a people business and, and talking to the customers and things like that and, and being friendly is is key because we need them to come back. So, again, it's education, and it's hard. You're right. It is a challenge. I would say it's one of the biggest challenges that, that we have. Now, your staff, I'm just kind of curious, it brings up, Dan brings up a good point in that, um, in fact, I remember talking to an old, and this was a while, he was an old timer, a little older than me. I think he came up with Alpha Beta or somebody. Now, this is probably 40 whatever years ago. And he went through, they actually, before you hit the produce floor, he had, I don't know what it was, a week or 10 days, and you had to learn this and this and that and this and that. And now, and 
of course oh yeah we'd love to do all of that and but you know given cost of labor and the bottom line and on and on it's difficult to do that now in in your markets in general do you always have folks with some pretty good time to kind of bring along the young folks or do you unfortunately have like what a what more of a revolving door and you kind of patch things together hopefully you've got some some good old timers with you yes i i would definitely say that we have some some tenure out there i mean there are there are some folks with some time that have that have uh, the old time produce managers that uh they've learned the ropes they remember the days of trimming head lettuce and doing the wet racks from the ground up and spending hours a day on that and everything cut from hand 100 percent in store and they do remember those and, and i uh, you know, so we are blessed there, and wow. yes, and I and I think I've seen a lot of that that uh, knowledge trickle down to to a lot of the associates, the ones that are willing to intake it. Right, that that's what it's about. Sure. Right? Yep. yep. You got to be receptive, and and fortunately, we have a lot of a lot of young folks that are out there that are produce managers that are they they have and they they have that old time spirit. So it's not all is not lost. It's it's just yeah, you just. Not everybody is cracked up to be, you know, a produce manager to be the best produce manager. It's it just not everybody's job. It's not everybody's great at it. So, well, for one thing, produce gets in your blood, and then then you also have the employees who are just happy working in the department or being the second person in the p- department under the produce manager, and they do a really good job. I worked for a small chain back in the '80s called Fry's Food Stores. At the time I worked for them, they just were bought out by the Kroger company. But the small chain feel was still there because he had a lot of folks from the original Fry's Markets. And they do still exist in Arizona. I was really pleased when I was in Arizona a few months ago and I saw a Fry's Market. I had to go in. But <laughs> but here Jeez, in California, they're, they're, they're gone. <laughs> oh, man. That is diamond in the rough. Yeah, it was great. But what was really cool was all the folks from the other stores, everybody kind of knew each other. Everyone had each other's backs. The produce managers would get the list every week of who, who had the best gross profit and that for the week and the whole bit and get on the phone and call that manager and say, hey, congratulations or whatever it was. It was a lot of fun. So I think that these massive chains may, I don't know, they may lose that. I'm not quite sure. That- I can speak here is that, uh, Dan, we're, we're, I think we're still small enough to where uh, in region we have a couple regions in east and west region and, and the folks out east really they all know each other and I think they have a lot of the same spirited conversations of what you just spoke of where yeah they're out there and you know they're trying to to measure up hey my sales were better my gross profit those type of things and same thing in the west region it, it does still exist we're, we are fortunate you know being you know a smaller chain so we do have that spirit which I do like and I actually do my best to furnish that type of financial information out weekly is, you know, I, I get out as much information as I can just so they have those conversations because that that helps, you know, fuel the fuel the growth and fuel the spirit of the, the department. Yeah, and the friendly competition, and but and it also shows up on the floor and ultimately a benefit for the customer. Really, it truly does. I, I've got a perfect example of that. It happened what day before yesterday, Saturday, Saturday. All right. So I work for a a local. Uh, food broker, and, you know, part time, and I go into all the the big stores, and I check in certain stores. I check certain produce items, and some I check this line of nuts, and somewhere else I check I, I check a line of salad. You know, check dates and rotate 
the boxes or the packs or whatnot. Just kind of hold hold hands inside the department. And I was in, and I'm not going to name the store. I was in one store. I had been to this store pretty much every month for the last four or five months, something like. That. And it and it was actually a line of fresh dates that this store and other store other chains carry. You know, for folks listening, for us who kind of know dates from the industry, if you ain't eating dates, uh, you're you're shortchanging your body because dates have tons of nutrition. They've got vitamins and minerals. They've been keeping people alive for probably 10,000 years. So put them in your shakes, your smoothies, cook cook your oatmeal with dates. Anyway, that's my that's my uh, my date push. But to make my point, I was in this store and he had a very poor display of these dates in a crummy spot and other stores in his chain have beautiful displays, massive displays of these dates and they're making nothing but money. They're making a ton of money selling these dates. And I asked him, young kid, although he's pretty sharp, young guy, I said, do you have access to the other stores in your area here to see what they're selling in dates. See, my what I wanted to do was I wanted to increase the sales for him, increase the sales for the company that I represent, and also to to help you know Joe and Jane Shopper who can increase their nutrition. So it you know triple-edged sword. And you know his answer. Oh no, they don't give us that. So here you go, he's missing out, and yet his employer doesn't give him the information for him to make, you know, good decisions in his department. So Jeff, seeing as you're on the opposite end of that, kudos to to you for sharing that with the folks who can uh, make some decisions. That's marvelous. Yeah, I I try to get, like I said, as much information as I can, understanding that there are, you know, as you know, as there used to be hundreds of SKUs, there are thousands of, of items in the produce department now. So again, we really pick our battles. Um, I want to mention, yeah, dates, I 100% agree. I think they're one of the things that, that should be growing, and they are growing, but we can move them a lot more here in the Northeast. Um, I, I really push them. In fact, I have, that's a snack I eat every day. I have the, I buy the snack packs, the threes. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, that's I usually have around 3, 3.30 to get me through till dinner. Nice. Um, I think they're fantastic. Um, but uh, the one other thing I, I would say too that uh, about the spirit, I just wanted to, to go back, is that uh, I love when I do the in-store contests. It, you want to talk about getting some people, some competition. Um, and I post the pictures every week of the oh, displays that the folks yeah. are building. Yeah. Oh yeah, so now you're like, then the then district managers are getting involved because they don't want their you know the other yeah. district <laughs> managers doing better than them. And it and then the other region, you got the art the regional vice presidents getting involved. And <laughs> the good news for me is I don't just pay to produce managers. I the contest doesn't just pay to them. It pays to all those folks. I get the specialists. Everybody's involved. And, and you got some serious competition. I got an eight-week contest coming up here in the uh, beginning of uh, July, so I'm looking forward in, in around the Olympics. Nice. So, what, what are you going to be uh, focusing for that contest? Well, what I do is I have. It's funny. I have a different event every week. So I would have wrestling with watermelon would be one of the contests. <laughs> boxing with berries. And each week there would be you know another one. Surfing with soft fruit. And that actually that's the first one that kicks off in the beginning of uh, of July. Excellent. So that kind of one it gets the displays built up in the stores and it's really so it's driving that but and it goes on for for the eight week time and they get medals and trophies and it's pretty cool and money of course (laughs) that that, that sounds like a lot of fun a whole lot of fun 
Guido, you may want to tell that young kid next time you go in the store, ask him, hey, man, do you treat all your dates like that? Because if that's the case, (laughs) they're never going to be as sweet as they could be. Hey, folks, this is the Produce Pair. We're going to take a quick break. Jeff Cady from Topps Friendly Markets is with us here, and he is the Produce Retailer of the Year for 2020. And well-deserved, the great video that I saw of co-workers and employees, maybe customers and whomever else. Folks, congratulating you, Jeff, so it's fantastic. We're going to come back after this. Don't go away. The produce man here for your natural health care CBD products. Your natural health care CBD products are made in small batches, not in some giant manufacturing facility. Special care and attention goes into each batch that's made of your natural health care CBD product. Your natural health care CBD products are isolate crystals, so there's no fillers. This is no drugstore CBD. This is the real deal. So a little goes a long way. Don't live with the pain. Get back in the game with Your Natural Healthcare. Log on to yournaturalhealthcare.com and use code DD20 bucks to get $20 off your first order. That's yournaturalhealthcare.com. Code DD20 bucks. yournaturalhealthcare.com. Code DD20 bucks to get $20 off your first order. yournaturalhealthcare.com and start feeling great today. This is Graham Kerr. Hello. Here's some more food news that you can really enjoy. Consider reaching your five-a-day goal using the green pea, or a few of them gathered together. Officially, peas are a member of the legume family, so their protein content is similar to that of dried legumes like chickpeas and beans. A half cup equals a a five-a-day serving. Since these fresh peas are generally canned or frozen instead of dried, their prep time is much closer to that of other vegetables, which is awfully good news for you. They make a colourful addition to soups and rice and pasta dishes, and they even stand alone as a side dish exceptionally well. So go on, do yourself a flavour, and enjoy your five or more servings of fruit and vegetables every day. That's the good news from the National Cancer Institute. Hey folks, Dan the Produce Man here. Thank you for tuning in to the Produce Pair Podcast. Be sure to check out our Facebook page and our Instagram page and join the over 7 million people who have viewed the Dan the Produce Man YouTube page. We don't I show you tips on fresh fruits and vegetables and all kinds of other great goodies. So while you're not listening to the podcast, you can tune into our YouTube page and connect with us on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Stick around. The Produce Pair will be right back. Why am I being punished? Have I been so bad? I sat down at dinner and this is what I had. Boiled okra and spinach. It's dangerous. Fishy fish with a thousand bones. Cooked in asparagus. I'd rather eat boogers than black-eyed peas. Well, folks, welcome back to The Produce Pair. I'm Dan, The Produce Man, along with Guido the Gardener and Jeff Katie, Produce Retailer of the Year, Tops Friendly Markets. 
I love that friendly part, Jeff. I just yeah. can't help it. It's <laughs> our guest. And uh, you deal with a lot of local growers in Tops Markets, don't you, for the for yes. customer satisfaction? Yes, yes, we do. We truly believe that uh, local and, you know, again, for all the reasons, right? Again, dealing with the, the local folks here, we know one, they're the folks that shop in our stores. Their family shop our stores. They support us. We should support them. Then you can get broader and back out and say, you know, it's what's great, right, for the environment. Anytime you can take food miles out, sure. right? I mean, all oh, those yeah. things and, and freshness and, and all those things that come, you know, come into play when you're talking local. So, yeah, we, we love it. And it's something that we continue to grow and, and yeah, nurture every year. You know, Jeff, Guido and I were talking the other day about store sizes. One thing I'd like to ask you, because I've never been into a Topps Markets, but there are some stores that are so big, grocery stores, so big, you got you got to hitch a ride to the other side of the store if you forgot to pick something up <laughs> the, sure. in the deli or something. Does Tops have giant stores like that, or are they medium size, or do you have some super stores somewhere? And then yeah, I would stores? say our big stores. Dan, I would say our big stores are more like medium stores. We are not we are not super stores. We're say we're hovering around the thirty five to forty thousand square feet. Um, it's not that bad. In fact, that when we do when we do acquire stores, generally it's we try to buy the, the smaller type store, the twenty five to thirty thousand square feet, because you know, like like to your point, yeah, you, you you want a nice market feel to it. You can get through, and you know, of course, we're not we're not we don't have the same you know items as a lot of folks. You know, we're not selling TVs and things like that. Right. So we're focused on food and and some of those you know core items, the grocery items. So, but yeah, we we like the smaller, and, and for us, we've got stores that are. You know, ten thousand square feet up to, to you know whatever fifty, sixty. So we we have a wide variety, but I could tell you, in Utopia for us would be probably right around that sweet spot of about thirty-seven to forty thousand. Gotcha. Yeah, that that's, that's a, yeah, that's a good that's a that's a good size store. How big is a Trader Joe's store? Fifteen, twelve thousand, about twelve thousand feet. Twelve. Okay. All right. So folks, when we're talking, when Jeff is talking, say twenty-five to thirty, it's like twice the size of your local Trader Joe's because pretty much if there's a Trader Joe's in the neighborhood everybody's been in there yeah. okay good just just for frame of reference yeah but Trader Joe's isn't called tra- friendly Trader Joe's tops is oh, tops no. friendly <laughs> markets <laughs> no. and I'm not sending people to tra- and, and to tell you and I'm not sending people to Trader Joe's to tell you the truth the last time I was I, I bet it's been five years since I've been in the Trader Joe's they, they have good stores and they do what they do and they do what they do well actually very that's well for what they do for what they and, do. and that's fine so with tops do you have online uh, shopping for folks? Do you have home delivery? Is it through uh, a, a specific service, or do you guys do it yourself, or do you even do it, Jeff? Right. Yeah, we do. We do, actually. Yeah, we were already, uh, we've been dabbling in it for a couple years prior to, you know, the, the uh, pandemic last year starting. So we were pretty, uh, with Instacart, we've been working with them really well. And uh, again, obviously, that forced us last year, forced us into overdrive. And I, as sure. you all know, you know, pushed. So we started some things in inside our stores we call parallel picking, where we would have our associates help pick the orders and things like that yeah. to expedite it and be able to, you know, get our get more out because the demand was so high. Right. So. Um, but, yeah, we, we've done good with, with online. I mean, it, it has I still think it's very very small it's in its infancy in my opinion i i think there's so much more you could do online in the you know the webs and in the databases and things and 
and on the uh, you know online, but it's just they're not. There's so many things we could do. So many things get lost, as you know, being merchandisers. You can't. It's hard to cross merchandise those type of things, and you know, obviously sampling's out of the question. Smelling's yeah. out of the question. Yeah, yeah so, that's that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, no, the whole produce shopping experience. But you you hit the nail on the head there when you said you have your associates yeah. help pick these orders because this is my problem with gig shoppers. Love them. I'm glad they're working. It's a job, and that's fantastic. But <laughs> when you have experienced produce people picking out your produce for your online home deliveries, that's a huge, huge bonus for the customer because it's like they're picking it out themselves. You can't beat that. And I think that companies that do do that should advertise that more to their consumers because it's important. Uh, but there is right. nothing like going and shopping and picking out the produce yourself. I'm going to interject a little something here because the more I listen to Jeff, the more I see why he's held in such high regard in the industry and, and why he's gotten where he is. You know, I'm a home handyman guy and I watch little tool videos and stuff on on YouTube and I'm learning stuff here and there there was one guy who's a CEO of a big company tool company and he was going on and on about oh they believe in this and that and they believe in this issue and that issue and this is foremost and la 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 which is fantastic the problem is he makes crappy tools <laughs> and and my point is it's mar you know it's marvelous to be for this and for that and to push this and that and the other thing. That's fantastic. And, you know, we're all in a community. But what this guy has failed to recognize is his primary purpose is to furnish. Now, not everybody can make, you know, five-star anything, tools or whatever. But in his price range, he's got crappy tools. And what, what he's failed to, to recognize is his main core business is to provide a number one tools to Joe and Jane tool buyer. Now, the other side of that is here we've got a, a retailer who focuses on, on the customer, focuses on his associates, his team members. And, and an excellent example of that is you just mentioned, is where you have your own associates work with these, we'll just call them outside folks, to pick the orders for your customers. Because when I was still in the stores, I was at Whole Foods Market, it was always, one would always bump heads with the other, is the Whole Foods team member would complain that, you know, the gig shopper or the whoever, the professional shopper, would always bug them, where's this, where's this, where's that, where's this? And there was always tension between the two. Whereas you, Mr. Retailer of the Year, saw that as an opportunity to provide a better service to your customer. And again, kudos to you for, for catching that and realizing yeah, walking that. the that's talk. pretty darn good. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. No, it is. It's, it's a great thing to do. I love to take credit for it all, but there's a whole team here at Tops Friendly Markets that takes care, that helps yeah, sure. push us in the right direction. So. Yeah, but it always, it, yeah. you know, it, it's got to come from somewhere. So your organic produce offerings, mm -hmm. Jeff, we're all seeing it increase year by year in big numbers, obviously, from last year, of course. Right. So a couple things have happened. I mean, over the years, like you said, organic obviously started growing and, and we obviously jumped on that, that wave and we continue to try to offer as much as we could and uh, again we were already on a huge growth curve um, prior to the uh, to the pandemic 
So once that started, it was uh, crazy. All of a sudden, organic produce um, was doubling our growth, our produce growth. And quite frankly, it's doing that today. Sure. It is doubling our, our growth today, which the base, I used to argue and say, oh, the base is so small. That's why you're getting these huge increases. But the base is getting pretty sizable. And, and now when you're, when you're doubling a pretty sizable base, it's even more impressive. Uh, the, the growers, which I, I give kudos to, to the growers out there that are, are continuing to, to up their game, um, not only provide better quality, but better yield consistently. And I think that's what it's about, having that consistent offering. And, you know, yeah, so we, we've upped it. Every, every item that, uh, that sells pretty well in the produce department, we have an organic offering to, to marry up with that. That's how I believe. Uh, I believe that should be there for the choice. And so it's not just your staple. It's not just, you know, you got a, you know, I got a banana or whatever. I, I've got everything. If you can think of an item, I've got an organic version or, or answer for that. You know, when I had my store, I had my organic section, which was pretty big. It was interesting how, well, I'll just take greens for one thing, that's one of the most popular organic items. Chards, different colored chards and collards and kales and mustards and the whole bit. What I ended up doing, well, I was looking at the numbers and I'm saying, okay, my organic chards are outselling my conventional fight 40% practically. I mean, it's huge. And so I just started cutting out conventional versions of certain items and carrying just the organic. Again, I was a small store and it seemed to work out real well. Nobody noticed the difference. Nobody complained. It was a really good move. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because I I do, I I was part of that revolution that we started doing that actually around here when I was, uh, when I was in the store, when I was actually a produce manager, and they they said the same thing: let's replace the leeks, let's replace some of those key items you're talking about with with just organic, and and then it kind of went away. I don't I don't know if there was so much demand for it; they just couldn't keep up with with the need, you know, nationally, whatever the case may be. But it just so happens this this year in January, I you know again I'm very comfortable with where where yields are at, and there was a lot of items I did exactly what you said. Um, and I just replaced them. You know, we're just going to do organic because the organic shopper will be happy. The conventional shopper, as long as you're fair in retail and you didn't change that, they're happy. And the other, the other big thing, and I, and I think we all know this, as produce offerings continue to, to get bigger and bigger and more and more, we have less and less space. We don't have oh, the yeah, room yeah. to carry two of this and two of that when when one would suffice exactly so it's a win-win it's a win-win if a jeff what if you can remember what actually were those items specifically that that you dropped the conventional and you had plenty of supply organic are you talking about back in the day no you said was that just just recently recent okay yeah yeah, recently so the um the parsleys we've done uh there was uh leeks uh like you were talking about chards beets Yep. Uh, wow. Carrot, the bunch of carrots. Uh, trying to think what else. That you know that that may have been it uh, for now. I'm not 100, percent but I'm leaning towards doing some with fruit. To be quite honest sure. with you, because I'm going to say like a red delicious. You, you know how many apple oh. varieties are out there, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, why do I need a conventional when the organic version looks just as good and and really from a cost perspective, it's pretty comparable. <laughs> so. I'm also just carry organic. And, and yeah. So again, th- th- that's kind of giving me an opening to, to make that move elsewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it, it works out real well. Folks, Jeff Katie is our guest. Produce Retailer of the Year for 2020. That's a huge accomplishment because 2020 was a tough year. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and anyway, uh, we're going to talk more with Jeff when we get back from this break. Don't go away. Fruits and vegetables. 
don't go away. Dan and Guido will be right back. Hey folks, Dan the Produce Man here for Your Natural Healthcare CBD products. Your Natural Healthcare CBD products are made in small batches, not in some giant manufacturing facility. Special care and attention goes into each batch that's made of Your Natural Healthcare CBD products. Your Natural Healthcare CBD products are isolate crystals, so there's no fillers. This is no drugstore CBD. This is the real deal, so a little goes a long way. Don't live with a pain. Get back in the game with your natural health care. Check out what our agent Danielle has to say. Once at a street fair, an elderly woman sampled our nano CBD lotion on her hands. It was obviously uncomfortable for her. However, she continued to rub it in gently and thoroughly. After a minute or so, she began flexing her fingers wide and she leaned into me, affectionately grabbed both of my hands firmly and with tears in her eyes, she shared that she hadn't been able to hold her grandson's hands this tight for years since her arthritis had spread. And now she can, with joy, without wincing when he squeezes back. She even joked, if I rub it in on my knees, would I be able to keep up with him too? Log on to yournaturalhealthcare.com and use code DD20 bucks to get $20 off your first order. That's yournaturalhealthcare.com. Code DD20 bucks. Yournaturalhealthcare.com. Code DD20 bucks to get $20 off your first order yournaturalhealthcare.com and start feeling great today you guys are fantastic really the produce pair are they fantastic or what hey everybody i just made up a song and i hope you can sing along with me it's called I'm a Cucumber. There we go. One, two, three, four. I'm a cucumber. 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 Please don't take me to the pickle farm bum. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Oh, boy. Am I Neil Diamond? <laughs> All right, folks, welcome back to the Produce Pair. I'm Dan the Produce Man, along with... Guido the Gardener. And Jeff Katie, Produce Retailer of the Year for 2020 from Tops Friendly Markets. Folks, in New York, Pennsylvania, a couple in, in my uh, old home state of Vermont. Uh, is that, that it? Vermont, New York, Pennsylvania? Yep. Perfect. That's it for now. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's perfect. <laughs> We've got our hands filled, believe me. A lot of them around the lake, I'm noticing, too. So, yes. At least that's what the map said. So, we were talking during the break, and Jeff, you have a watermelon story. I, that was the first thing I did in produce. My very first day in produce, I was in a tractor trailer, 40 footer. The watermelons were stacked on the floor to the ceiling with rows of straw in between them and a bunch of drinking Teamsters uh, helping me out doing the melon toss. And, oh, some of them were, you know, some were, were rotten and you pick them up and it just spills all over you and you smell horrid the rest of the day and, and some fall break. It was one heck of a gig, but I fell in love with produce and that's how it is. And you 
I guess you did the melon toss too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It was one of the uh, the first things I did back in uh, the mid '80s. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. Very very similar to your story, where yeah, the, the the team showed up and you know we're we're trying to figure out what to do with these watermelons. And I, I don't even think we had bins. I think we were using pallets on the on the in the front of the building, <laughs> using them as like little corrals, stacking so we could them, stack right? it. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and these weren't the seedless variety. Right. This was the seeded variety. So these weren't these little eleven pounders or these were you know monster 25 30 pound melons yes. and you're same like you're saying they're to the, the the you know the ceiling of the tractor trailer and we're, we're in this you know this train trying to unload these melons and it went on and of course you're not throwing these in 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 the throes of winter here you're you're doing this in the heat <laughs> yes. of, of the, the spring and summer and and you know of course being in a tractor trailer with straw and a bunch of other folks doing the same thing it would heat up rather quickly I didn't know what the best place to be. I, I, I thought I really liked catching them the best, probably coming down, even though it was painful at sometimes. And I've got to admit, you know, I did drop one or two along the way. But you know what? That was a nice, refreshing snack to cool off. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, well, I, I obviously I, I'm the odd man out because I didn't start in produce till I think it was 1992. 91, 92, and I think, and by that time, they were all those big, thick, tri-wall, short watermelon bins. You know, the card, cardboard yep. tri-wall. The ones so, they ship today, yep. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, and now, don't th- I, I think the last time I saw them shipped, I think those things were probably probably three high in a truck on pallets. Yep. Yeah, they're three yeah, high. There's 54 bins, yeah. yeah. Yep, 54 bins on a truck, and again, that's because of weight, obviously. I think you could fit yeah. more, but yeah, it's more of a weight issue. Yeah. Sure. You know, you mentioned the thing about the, uh, about the watermelons, and, and me- melons in general, and I know we, we're, we're going to be wrapping up pretty quick, but just talking about nostalgia. One of the long-term kind of changes is the size of, of melons not that anybody besides produce folks really figured it out but you know the family sizes are smaller household sizes are smaller and the days of those monster what did we those big clodhopper melons are gone they're all like personal size melons it's tough to sell you know like big cassava melons and all of those people are buying them heck they're not even buying a melon they're buying they're buying them cut up in a plastic tub refrigerated And if they look at how much that cost them, if they were to buy a a watermelon and cut it up themselves, it's a huge difference. But convenience, the convenience of not dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely a fact. Yep. Your cut-up produce, Jeff, is that done in-house or, I mean, or some of it done in-house and some of it brought in? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we we definitely do that. We cut, you know, obviously the quarter watermelons, I think that's those halves and things. And then we do a lot of the fruit cups and and fruit trays. We do, you know, subsidize a little bit with some some outsourced stuff. But fortunately for us, the the, the person who does it's literally 15 minutes from our, you know, from our D.C. So it's it's very, yeah, it's convenient, you know. So I, I really like that program. Uh, keeps us fresh but yeah again it's more about because what you're saying it's so it sells so fast you can't keep up and you know it's just it's a challenge so it used to be you just cut a quarter watermelons i you know I, I could cut a bin of watermelons throw it out there and i'm good i had a couple fruit cups out there but you know again things have changed well yeah in the old days you're in the back room you're cutting the watermelons you're wrapping them you're either got the little sealing machine or you're you're twisting it yourself underneath and the pineapple coring machine as well we core the pineapples and put those in the cups and yeah. put those out actually there were bags before there were cups and oh, that's right yeah. all the different stuff that we would do and then get an ice display or whatever it was it's a lot of fun 
And, folks, there's a whole lot that goes on behind the scenes to get you the freshest and the best produce in your produce departments of your local grocery stores. In most cases, there's still a lot of fun involved, that's for sure. Jeff, it's been great having you. What what kind of words do you have for the folks out there? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, first, thanks thanks for you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, glad sure. We, it's know, a real pleasure. To take a few minutes to have a conversation about our favorite subject. So, yeah. <laughs> our hobby, our, our passion. Yeah, I love it. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, like really looking forward to, to summer and, and biting into the peaches and have a juicer. And, I mean, there's there are so many things I'm just looking forward to and and, and you know, I hope the the, the folks are, are looking forward to that as well because this is really a it's a great uh, great season. And uh, again, after last summer, you know, let's let's break it out. Let's really you know, let's really get excited and yeah, let's eat some produce. Yeah, very good. I love it, folks. Jeff Katie, Produce Retailer of the Year, running the produce departments of tops friendly markets and what a fantastic bunch of stores at least from looking at pictures online and reading articles and i definitely want to get into one of those stores when i'm in the new york area and check it out thanks for joining us today jeff we really appreciate it it was great having you jeff yeah all right thanks thanks guys all right folks that's it get into a tops market if you're in the area and check out all the good vibes that have gone into the produce department there. You'll feel them when you eat their produce. Until next week, I'm Dan the Produce Man reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh. And I'm Guido the Gardener and I'll tell you what my Nona Bessie always told me. Manja! Hey folks, if you like what you heard today, stay connected with us on our Facebook page, The Produce Pair, and other social media outlets. Suggestions, comments, questions can all be directed to producepair at gmail.com. That's the word produce and the word pair, P-A-I-R, like a pair of produce guys. That's producepair at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll gather together again next week. 